welcome back to 20 good minutes see we we are getting closer i think the last one we recorded in like 10 days ago i, I we're about to become a weekly podcast i'm almost concerned <laughs> no I, was, I had a sore throat and i killed it again oh Sorry, that listeners. was i the other always a reason with this guy it's yeah I, for some reason for three days i just couldn't talk i don't know what happened i don't know what's wrong with me good thing that's not part but of your was... job i'd be i would have been worried about that I, that would have yeah, been it's... <laughs> It's a real vibe killer. It's a real it's momentum shifter. It's a real shifter. vibe killer. I, yeah, I know it is. Um, but, you know, we've survived. We're back. I'm excited about it. And do you know why I'm excited, Ben? I've got, a, I've got a good feeling. I suspect the listeners, if they've got their ear close to the ground, I've got a pretty good feeling as well. I uh, won the streamer showdown! Yes! Sorry. Uh, did you guess he's done, he's done that he's done that 15 times in the last hour listeners you wouldn't believe how many times i've had to listen to that uh well done you who saw this coming i actually did i i started to make some noise i know that sounds cocky but i'd be honest not every time you go into a showdown do you feel like yeah i've got a good grasp of the match engine and the team and like who i should draft i felt really good going into this show and i and i and obviously that's happened before but I didn't feel great going into the first showdown at FM22. I felt like I hadn't figured out how I wanted to play in the match engine yet. And now I feel like I have. And it was just a really, it's just really fun when you feel like you're kind of in control of what's going on most of the time. And then we went on and we won. I hadn't won in a long time. My first win was very early. Yeah, it was season three, I'm going to say. Season three of... Third ever one. Uh, yeah, yeah of, FM, of FM20. Um, I think that was the first time you had nine people, potentially, as well. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but either way, yeah, it's been a long old time. Obviously, you went with, with that one in FM21. And FM22, it looked like it could be another Kevy year, which we no one wanted. Uh, so, yeah, basically, thank you. Thank you for winning and making sure he... I, mean, I say making sure he didn't. You lost to him in the group. So, the league stage. I did, but, yeah. But uh, it, it doesn't matter because he's gone now. Uh, and he'll never return as long as I can keep him on the lowdown for now and right. forever. Yeah. But I think some people still think it's a joke for the next one, but no, I'm, I'm deadly serious. <laughs> yeah, I, I know serious. you're serious. But unfortunately, before he was knocked out by actually Sweet Left Foot, I didn't even do the knock. Mm, you know, he didn't even yeah. make it to me. Something happened, Ben. And I, I could pile on here, but I'm just going to ask you to take me through what happened. I think I have to provide some additional context, won't I, really? Is that, so if those who don't follow the streamer showdown, the full manager competition that I sort of host and put on for a load of creators with my with the help of my friend Matt Nerdphonic, um, Kev Lelujo has won seven streamer showdowns. And I've been saying for a while that I don't think he's good at drafting anymore. I don't think he's as good at the game anymore. And that I would be the man to knock him out. And I've been telling him for about a week that I would be the guy to make sure it happens. Right. And just as fate had it, on Sunday, I had the opportunity in the first knockout stage in the quarterfinals of the streamer showdown, the, the big Sunday event. Now, previous to that on the Saturday, I don't know if you remember this this element of it. He was two one up in the ninety second minute, and then I scored two in the final three minutes to beat him three two in the league stage to make sure I didn't go into the elimination playoff. So I already, I'm, I'm feeling good, Zeke. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking oh, well, already, yeah, I've got I, over a little bit. But can I'm I be good. honest with you? I went, you know, chats are talking and I'm playing work the space, Jack. Uh, and you know, <laughs> we're, we're making our picks. Like, who do we think is going to win while we're getting ready for the first game? And I, I'm oh, like, right. I actually think Ben is going to win. And you made me look like a genius for about half the time. <laughs> I thought I was going to win. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. I genuinely don't think he's as good at drafting for whatever reason this year. 
Um, I, I, I think I've got, much like you, right, I feel like I've got a much better grasp of the engine mm-hmm. this year, a much better gra- grasp of the gameplay. I've played a lot more this year than I probably have in previous years. Right. And uh, I felt pretty good. Like the, According to the match odds, which we could talk about when we come to your win again in a minute, um, according to the match odds or the, the, the pre-tournament odds, I had the best draft because that's, that's essentially what it's based on, right? Whoever's got the best draft right, right, right. has the best odds because it's based on current ability and as a sort of a collective and things like that. Mm. So again, I felt pretty good about my draft. I felt like I had a good team. I felt like I picked well. We had quite similar strategies for the draft. Um, as you can tell, this is I'm avoiding the main topic of the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, no, you can you can still enjoy the first half of the story. So you, they, oh, they, I the, did. The, it's the quarterfinals. They get drawn against each other. It's home and away. And the home leg was good. The home leg was excellent. I won 3-0. And pre-game, I'm telling him, it's over for you, Kevin. Well, this is not your not your time, mate. You've drafted badly. The team's not good. You're not good. And uh, as you can imagine, his chat are riled up. Mine are ready for, yeah. for whatever's oh, coming. Uh, uh, frothing at the mouth, I think. We've <laughs> exactly, been. yeah. And I win 3-0. My chat loving it. I'm sure you and Jack loving it. Uh, well, <laughs> Jack this... and I were talking because we were having this weird game where he had 35 shots and literally every single one of them was 0.1 XG. I had like seven <laughs> shots and we were tied and we're like, well, we don't know what's happening, but Kev is losing. And we were we were both really happy about that. Like we made of a course. deal that no matter who lost, they had to still be happy because Kev was losing. <laughs> that was like <laughs> yeah. the deal. And I and I felt like I was I was the the show the showdown hitman for that one game. Right. I was yeah. doing a, I was doing a service, right? It wasn't about me, Z. It was about the wider context of the streamer showdown and getting Kevy out of that arena. That was what was important to me. Didn't matter if I did it. Frankly, could have been anybody, but right. I wanted yeah. to do it. I no. wanted to do it. Of that was the key course, bit. Of course, of course. So uh, the game, the, the, the second leg kicks off, and Kev's at home for this one. And there's a bit of a home advantage traditionally in Football Manager. Um, but, but because he finished slightly higher than me in the league stage by a point or two, uh, it means that he gets the home leg the second time around. And he scores after two minutes. And I'm still cocky, confident. I'm going, oh, well, yeah, early goals happen. You know what? I'm not worried about it. I've, I've not batted him in the first game, but I've won 3-0, like pretty convincingly. So I'm still relatively confident. And Andrea Bellotti scores early and I'm panicked. And then after eight minutes, Haaland scores. I'm thinking, right. Uh, well, at that point, I probably should have gone. I thought, what do you do? Do you go defensive and invite the pressure on against a home team that are rolling? Yeah. Or do you try and attack more? And I thought, I'll stay in a similar shape. Maybe I'll be slightly more defensive. Like, I thought I'd just pull my wing backs back. Then he scores the third, not long after that. And at that point, it's level and he's at home and we've got a half to play or something like that. It's a blur, frankly. Uh, and then it's, it's, it's sort of ticking along nicely you hung on. level. It was weird because we heard that you had been like tied up pretty quickly. And of course, both mm. of us are sitting there going, you know, like, basically. Like, <laughs> you were just sitting there going, oh, no, like, it's not true. We thought our chat was messing with us at first. And then we realize it's true because it starts popping. Like, you guys were ahead of us. So it starts popping up in the game. And mm. but then you held on. I was like, so they saw it. It was three nothing him yeah. for a long time. Yeah, and then eighty six minutes rolls around, and hard and and there's a there's a ball that goes on the line left wing. I can see. I can remember it very vividly. <laughs> and I, I could see three of his attackers in the middle and one of my defenders. And I'm thinking, this is about to be really bad. And it goes in. Harlan puts it in the back of the net. He's four three up. And I spoke to Jack afterwards. Jack went. I watched it back when he scored the fourth. You didn't do anything. 
I was like, no. I'm, and I liked this. I said to Jack, I was resigned to it, Jack, which again, little dig at Jack in a way. Um, and I sort of accepted my fate and I knew. But there's this horrible moment oh, no. when I lose to Kev where I'm thinking, right, well, I've, I've, I've quit the showdown in many ways. I've done a monologue. You know, I've been sad. I've been sort of overly optimistic. Mm-hmm. I've said I'll get him next time. What What's left? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 my, so my reaction is to just go, get me out, get me out, disconnect from the call, disconnect from the game, end my stream immediately, raid over as quickly as humanly possible and uh, await my lowdown interview, which I know you always look forward to. I do, I, was, I tune um, in, I tune out every time. Yeah, I know. I, was, I, I had eked out a win, so I was headed up. Well, obviously <laughs> we just talked about, it. I won the whole freaking thing, but, oh, oh, I was yeah. watching that interview. You came in, I honestly thought you were gonna give yes or no answers to every, uh, I was pretty close. No, I'd, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I basically informed everyone that Kev will no longer be in a showdown and will be on the loadout from now on, which would, which would have probably been the case had he won the whole thing, actually. That was that was kind of written pre-tournament. Uh, right. I, and something I, I've wanted to do, I discussed with him as well, so it wasn't like, it wasn't big news yeah. for him. But he needed to lose. Um, like, the thing is, if Kev had won, he has to keep being in the showdown. No, he never... no, no. No, I wouldn't oh, allow, even if I he'd won, he was going to be in the lowdown. I was throwing him on the lowdown, yeah. Uh, which would have been because then it would have looked good either way, right? What it's right, we just stop it in by putting him on the lowdown. <laughs> we yeah. can't stop him in, in the games, we'll just take him out. Um, but then obviously, for, the, for, for additional context, he then played Mike, uh, sweet left foot, who beat him on penalties, and my mood oh, picked up. That <laughs> was, was unbelievable. Sweet. That was sweet. Um, the fact well, was also then, Kev's first time ever losing in penalties. Yes, which was wonderful. And then Mike obviously goes on to face a Zealand, the Cannon Shannon, in the final. And uh, you, I said it on me, me and Matt obviously do the cooldown on the sh- uh, the streamer showdown uh, YouTube account. And I said like what you did was mega impressive. I was I was super impressed with the fact that when when I like when I think of your team, I can think I can think of about three players <laughs> that I could name, which kind of <laughs> says everything about how good you managed to get that team rolling. So you must be pretty chuffed with that. I yeah, I'm definitely I I am chuffed. Do you never say chuffed? I don't. I I know what it means, but I don't really say it. No, I I, I think, think you need to start bringing it into the vocab. I I'll be say, perfectly I'll... honest. I don't think my <laughs> ego has ever leaving the word chuffed behind here has ever been higher <laughs> than when I was watching. I watched the lowdown back every time. I watch Saturday and Sunday. I watch the entire thing. I just enjoy it. It's a great show. It's the show that kind of keeps track of the showdown. It's it's really cool if you haven't watched it. And obviously, I'm going to watch it back after I win. And there was this point. And and, and as somebody who works still as a freelancer sometimes in TV, in broadcasting, there are these... There, there's this phenomena where when one person says something, everybody kind of gets on the bandwagon. There aren't as many original ideas and punditry as you think. There are a few original ideas, and then there's like different takes on the same original idea. And something that took off when I... So I was down a man and down a goal, and I scored two goals in the last five minutes to go from down, obviously, to winning. That flipped on this narrative that I was like Jesus Christ on roller skates for the rest of the broadcast. <laughs> like I was doing some tactical masterpiece, like the whole, and my ego shot through the roof. But at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking like, <laughs> I, they're almost giving me too much credit. Like the, it, the, wow. the, the, the because the team that I dressed, it's almost like they're dissing the team that I drafted. I'm like, I drafted not off name, but strictly off a set parameter of attributes, the secret sauce that I am going to keep hidden, obviously. But okay. the uh, different attributes and different types of players that I'm looking for, 
And I stuck to those guns and drafted a really balanced team with seven, you know, 18 guys that I don't mind being on the field, which is a nice feeling because in the first round of the the final, I literally started my third and fourth choice center backs and I still won. Yeah. Which is just not something I would have been able to. I mean, I've played with three center backs before in a whole tournament. And so it was, it was a it was a unique way for me to put a team together. But it felt like, I mean, just because the names and somebody named Imbola and Zola scored and like Breel Imbolo was bagging goals and Christopher and Kunku and Bruno Guimaraes, like just because the names weren't Holland and Lewandowski and Mbappe, people assume the team was really bad. But I think the sneakiest thing about the team I had was that it was really fluid. Like every, uh, the, every one of those midfielders played like every one of the midfield positions. So I played with four midfielders essentially, and they all just were rotating yeah. around based off what I thought was going to work. It was like, you know, if I, if something, if something wasn't working, I'd just take Jude Bellingham and put him on the other side. And I'm like, now we're good. <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's going to work. Well, the team was it's actually like just, it, w- it was really good. I, I definitely feel like I stayed more positive because I'm so hard on myself and I'm so competitive. Yeah, that's why I noticed. Yeah. I noticed that you I, were in such a good mood. I watched, and I watched Ted Lasso. The entire first, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm no, like, I okay, inspiration, I'm like, uh, exactly. I'm like, okay, this is the time. My mom had always been on me to watch it. I'd never watched it. I was like, I'm going to watch the first season of Ted Lasso and actually absorb and apply everything I can from this show into how to carry myself. Cause all I hear about is that this is the nicest guy ever. Right. And so I watched the entire first season of Ted Lasso and just attempted to absorb what makes him a good coach essentially. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to be Zed Lasso for the entire showdown. <laughs> and it worked. It was that's incredible. great, by the way. I feel like, yeah, that's like the hidden thing. Zed Lasso. <laughs> Zed Lasso. I read that. Yeah, that's so good. Have you, have you just come up with that? Or no, I've said, that? I've said it on stream a few times. Oh, okay, like, that's no, great. It, no, that's it so actually, good. I think the first time I heard it was when I had a mustache like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Somebody went, and you look funny, like Zed Lasso. I was like, yeah. Because Jack looks a little bit like Higgins. Oh, he the, does! Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, Higgins! He'll love that. He'll love that. Oh, it's per- that. perfect. Yeah, yeah, you can just imagine Jack r- running around the clipboard, can't you? I think um, because I'm a logical person, so I'm obviously like me being positive the whole time isn't going to help me win matches. But what I think it did was it helped me focus on what can I do to give us the best chance. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Instead of getting, yeah. you get so invested in the game. And, you know, I mean, you used to beat up on me all the time and I would lose it. I was so, like, mad and I'm like, I did everything right. Why is this working? <laughs> uh, and the, it being positive, you know, when we were up to one, or, you know, we were up five to four against Tom in the semifinal. And then we're coming home and then we give up. I gave up. Like I would have been so tilted. I don't think I would have won if I didn't adopt my new approach for this showdown. Is this is this a is this just a showdown thing? Is this a, is this a Zealand life thing? Also, I've oh, noticed how is this change. It's more of a showdown thing. It okay. helps. It helps me. Like, so it's an amalgamation. It's an amalgamation. One, I have more experience. I've been here before. That helps. Right? I don't have this feeling of desperation like this is the last chance I'm ever going to have to do this. You know what I mean? And I, 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 I do. Oh, God. How do you-, <laughs> you know, because I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I want to put the team in the best chance, like put the team in the best position to win. And my my role models in coaching up until this point were all very calm. And so I, mm. I don't know. I just kind of put together and realize like I want to win. But 
the best way for me. I, I think you at your best, you're talking a bunch of trash. And so it's different for every, it, I think it's different for everybody, but uh, me, the best version of me seems to be this. If I can unlock my mind and actually pay attention to what I need to do, I made a lot of really good calls down the stretch that just yeah. happened to happen to work. My, the tactic I picked when I went down a man was perfect. I created two like one V ones and we put them away. It was, it was it was it was great. It's it's interesting because you you get into this gray area of like, how much is the positivity actually affecting it, or is it confirmation bias? It could just yeah. be confirmation bias. But that's why it's it's funny because I feel like you're you're kind of right in that like when I'm at my best, I think I'm at my best from like a showdown entertainment perspective. But when I when it comes to actually doing well, I had one draft. I don't know if you remember it. It's the draft when I lost to Clates in the final mm. and he set-pieced me to death. And I had the, I had a front three of Suarez, Ronaldo, and Hazard. And that team was like my team. And I, like my chat were calling me Tactical Ben or um, I can't think what they call me. Something something Guardiola-based. I can't remember what it is now, but I enjoyed it regardless. Um, and, it, and it was going so well. And that was my element where I'm like, I'm focusing on my tactics and how to get the best out of this team. And I think you probably had a very, with a smaller budget, you had a similar thing this time around. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just, why that, I was all, attitude is so good. I was molding on the inside though. Because that <laughs> semi-final against Tom, I went back and watched it because I filmed a video, of course, about like my tactical breakdown of how I won. Uh, which will be out soon on YouTube. Don't worry. Uh, the <laughs> that was smooth. Uh, that I was smooth. bet. Please, are you going to be mentioning my running Kev's? I actually, I, I don't. I don't. Yes, good. Yeah. Thank, thank no, you don't. so much. You it's no not idea necessarily me that. turning a new leaf, but I think I, I used to be very, very vitriolic, and I talked a ton of trash. I, I played basketball. That was my sport, and I would, I had a real edge to. I, w I was very mean, you know, and this was like me turning the corner in super competitive situations because yeah. when I played Tom, I watched that match back. I gave up a goal off of a free kick. I gave up a penalty. I gave up a goal off a corner. He he did not score a goal from the run of play in two yeah. legs, and he scored six goals, including two penalties. <laughs> So you, so you know you're in control. That's the thing. You, yeah, and you know you're sort of getting game done. Well, then a of course bit. he does all that, and I get a red card in the 60th minute of the second game. And so I'm sitting here in my mind, and I'm like, you know, we've done what we can do. I'm just going to put this team in the best position, and because yeah. even though the score had been crazy and back and forth, I scored one set piece goal in that tie. He scored six. <laughs> then you th then you think that's what like uh, so you've won two now and mm -hmm. I've not won one so I'm speaking of a uh, for a position of inexperience but I think I think that is generally I think Kev would probably say this is what is, which is where I'm getting it from is that putting your team in the best position to win is ultimately how you do win and but, but equally I feel like I've been in positions three or four times where I've done exactly that and I say th I say three or four out of twelve <laughs> <or something. laughs> but I, I think three or four times I've put myself my team and myself in that position. And it's just not gone my way. And it's just like, oh, we're so close. I've lost three finals. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've obviously got to a point where I'm close, but I can't quite get... Or I could be 3 nil up in a game and then bring it's, it off. It's definitely... So, uh, I, I think you are an expert in mental warfare, but I think you psych yourself out. If you, it, I know you didn't ask for my analysis. <laughs> you are uh, an expert. I did, I did this time. I did this time. Expert in mental warfare. But I think sometimes you psych yourself out.
So you, so the my perf, the perfect example is something you just talked about. You went down a goal to Kev, mm, right? Yeah. Same situation I'm in, except you have an extra player, right? You have the lead, but now all of a sudden you're behind. You didn't make any changes. If I yeah, if I have the time again and I'm in a clear ahead and I'm yeah, not just exactly, talking exactly. smack, I just decide, right, we're going to a five and break down these two lines. I'm going to put in front of you, and I, I bet you can't. And but like that just wasn't my mindset at the time. I was just like, this can't happen. I think that, that's what I was telling myself the whole time. I was just like, this can't. There's no way he's just going to score four, and I'm not going to score. I, yeah. I, I was basically Barcelona against Liverpool. I was like, this is fine. How can we not? We've got Messi. We've got like we're fine. I'm sitting there going, you know what? Look at this team. We've got we've got every, Osserman's there. He's uh, surely surely one breakaway comes from all of this. No, no, it didn't. We were absolutely dreadful. I remember looking at the match stats halfway through, and Kev's had 17 shots, and I've had two. I'm thinking, I'm in trouble. I'm in so much trouble. Like, how is this even happening? I can't even explain like why mm -hmm. my team can go from winning three 0 to doing absolutely nothing in the next game. But you know. You live and you learn, don't you? I mean, the things I would do if I had that time again, I'm sure. But equally, he, I, I said to him, like, Joe means you actually, I was like, he can't believe how lucky he's just got. Well, like, and that, it also, if you're him, I mean, he, he was not even mad that he got knocked out. He wasn't. No. Because he'd that's already big pulled off that Zealand. moment. That's how, <laughs> that's how big. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I, I might not win, but I'll always have, I think we've said this before, I'll always have a moment. There'll always be a Benji moment. And I thought that moment was when I beat him 3-2. <laughs> uh, it turns out yeah, that was that it. was just the front end of his moment. Yeah. yeah, that was just that was the prequel to the actual moment. And at the time, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I was bigging it up even more. But no, I think it, the reaction to me is is always quite funny. Because I think, I think people that listen to this podcast and watch my streams regularly and see me talk on the cooldown know that like, I'm playing an exaggerated character of the villain of the showdown. Right. That, if you, if you get, which I know that like you and Jack and Kev and others do get it, so you're sort of feeding back into that for well, me. Well, I, I think that's something that's important for everybody to understand. Uh, there's nobody in the showdown I absolutely hate. Some people I get on more with than others, but there's nobody in the showdown. And, and particularly Kev and Jack, I'm good friends with. Us, we're obviously like brothers for life, so... That was a bit creepy. Uh, yes, it was, I was are. trying to figure out the creepiest way to word it. I feel like I could have done better you, you, than that. I was going to say blood it. brothers, but I got to be honest, I don't know what that means. And so I didn't want to. I, I just I pivoted off it in the last second. I, I chickened out, yeah. really. I'm pleased you did. <laughs> <laughs> but go on, no, go on. You're talking about how great friends we are. Yeah. And well, we are. We, I, we ended up being really great friends. I hated your guts for a long time. And, and for no other reason than <laughs> I kept losing to you, and I can't take that. I, I actually, I can't take that. In Football Manager, even though it's like sports, it, like the, the streamer showdown, for what it feels like when you're actually in it, it moves so fast. It's like that moment yeah, where it starts it to slip away because you're playing on key highlights. And so it's like yes, every, it's it, it just, the, the moment you give up those three goals, probably in four highlights to Kev, and you're sitting here like, well, I haven't even time, had time to think about what the heck's going on. Yeah. Uh, it moves I, I very fast. It's, but it's really interesting you just said that, by the way, because like from my, that you that you quote unquote hated me. I don't think you hated me. I think there was just some 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 innocent resentment there, which which I was fine with. But and I think you know this now, and you might have known it at the time. But when I was giving you grief, my attitude was like as if I'm like the teacher who teaches you these like students molding, to be a certain you were way. Molding yeah, me but, into but, it. But, but, I, but I was. I was thinking to myself, I'm going to prepare him 
for what's about to happen in the next few months and so that when it comes his way he won't deal with anybody as bad as me during these moments and i like you can talk to other people who i spoke to about that and they were like oh why do you give z so much i'm like because he needs it and and i felt like that because you come into the, the content scene like quite quickly and your rise was quite quick i thought he needs to he needs to have that sort of not just like me giving you shit the whole time you know but you know what i mean like i, I wanted to be that element of where you felt uncomfortable a little bit so that when it happened with other people it'd be a bit more sort of water off the duck's back and i think i don't know if you've benefited from that i feel like you benefited far more from watching ted lasso <laughs> but it was definitely conscious no, on my I, end. you were like, I, I definitely I, thought of it did you watch uh the last dance michael jordan and all that stuff you watched that one yes yeah, yeah, yeah. you were my detroit pistons basically <laughs> i had i had to get through you i beat you i beat you in the final of the third showdown and it was like this great release and i was like okay i got it i did it and then the I just went out into the wilderness. I went out into the wilderness for like eight showdowns. I won leagues. I'm tied for the most league wins ever, but those are smaller trophies. When if, when when was the last time the Pistons won the NBA? That was before Jordan. 2004. Oh, wait, no, they had a new team. You're right. Oh god, I'm, right. the, I'm so the American here. It was a Chauncey okay. Billups, Rip Hamilton, and Tayshawn Prince. That was that team, right? Because all I'm all I'm worried about is when you compare me to the Pistons. It's like, did they end up winning at all? Because because I'm very conscious that that is me now. No, they did. And, uh, uh, well, before so, the Bulls, the before uh, the Bulls, day. they won two straight championships. Yeah, I'm just they, looking at who they beat. They beat the Lakers in like, I mean, and that was when the Lakers were stacked. They uh, the Lakers had the team, so. Did they win? They, I'm assuming they won that game. Yeah, they did. Oh, let's go. Okay, so at some point I will beat someone 4-1 in the playoffs. That's exciting. I, I don't know what that means. Believe. Believe. Yeah. No, you'll actually, well, if it. you watch my streamer showdown back, you'll, say, you'll see me say that before the really big matches. I'll go, guys, I want you to listen to one word and I want you to listen really closely. <laughs> Nobody picked up on it. And I would just go, believe. And everybody would be no, like, like, believe, here we go. So. Yeah, it's Zed Lasso is amazing. You need to eat right. I'm saying you now, and for the distance of this show, we'll know about it. For the next showdown, you should try and get like oh, the Ted Lasso outfit. I know. I'm going to. Yeah, you've yeah, you already have, picked you out my to. plan. Yeah. No, I'm getting the. Okay, I'm sorry, growing out my sorry. mustache. I'm getting the Ted Lasso outfit. Yes. Yeah. I love this. You'll be, be asked to play him in some sort of, I don't know, something, some advert. I look forward to it. But no, it was it was a great weekend. Like me and Matt were really happy. We had a great conversation afterwards about loads of things we can improve for future ones like mm -hmm. i know the next one's gonna people are gonna be really excited about the next one we've got some uh, some really cool stuff planned um some new people to be involved as well so it's gonna be great like we're gonna have a really really good time um and you go in as champion so i do yeah know. it's gonna be fun roll out the red carpet no i i set the goal <laughs> in the post uh, tournament interview very honestly i was like okay you know i'm back i'm back in the saddle and i know it's a long way away but my goal is to catch and pass kev and win more showdowns than anyone like actually and I was... mate, I, I, I was watching it um because of what i'm like i went i, like, I said out loud to myself i'll be easy three like, <laughs> I don't know. No, we'll, we'll see right yeah, but like, yeah. that's, that's my attitude and i'm sure you'd have the exact same oh, i would attitude. i would have i would have had yeah, the same man. thing the the issue and i think the reason i got so mad is why i compared the streamer showdown to like actual sports in the way that it moves so fast it's the first sport that I've played because I never really played chess. I never really played competitive video games before. I wasn't even a big FPS guy. Every yeah. sport that I played, because I was always competitive, played five sports in high school, it was if you physically try harder or hit harder or work harder physically, 
you can yeah. change the outcome, right? In basketball, if you run faster, jump higher, work harder, you can change the outcome. But in Football Manager, the freaking streamer showdown, it's all mental. You just like, you're either the smartest person in the room or an idiot. Yeah, and there's, and there's one of the smartest and everyone else is just an idiot. <laughs> That's how <laughs> yeah. it goes. And when, you, and when you lose, you feel like, oh man, I'm an idiot this week. And it's, yeah, it's soul crushing. For Mike as well, like, again, I don't know if, mm. if people are following the showdowns, like Mike's been close a few times. I think Mike should have won like three of them and he's never won one. He's only been to one final. Um, but yeah, he's been super close. That was the, the second ones. final, I think. The one that uh, I just was beat him. Yeah, he, really the first, uh, yeah, he lost first. Oh yeah, of course, of course. He lost. Uh, he lost the second yellow card. The You're first right. one he was in, he went to the final. But I remember I didn't even watch that because I was really mad about whoever the heck I lost to. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Oh, good times. But, but no, you, again, I, I was I was happy that again my the, my mood changed when Kev lost was outrageous. Mm. It, like, it, no, like, honestly, like if I'm being completely honest, when Sweet Left Foot won, I went, oh cool, I'm winning. Because uh, I didn't I know if I could handle Kev. I didn't know. Like I could, I yeah. lost to him in the league, and I got to be honest, him and Stinger were the two games I lost in the league. And oh, yeah. those two games, I felt completely out of control. Everybody else, I felt like I knew what was going on. And so yeah. I, I was worried about playing Kev. But of course, you're always worried about playing Kev on a Sunday because he just doesn't. I've noticed he also acts like he doesn't care. He's ringing his bells. He's going, oh, no, it's you cute, do a right? football, you know. He does. Yeah. Obviously, we all know that he does, and he's competitive, and he spends hours and basically blocks up a whole day to research the draft and get his team ready and whatever. <laughs> and do and do he did practice drafts this time? He talked. Yes. About. Like I yes. don't even do practice drafts. I just assume this guy's going to be off the board and those sorts of things. Because who knows what the AI is actually doing? I feel like a practice draft's a waste of time, but that's not for me to judge. Uh, <laughs> I when I when I saw Mike win, I was like, okay, I feel like I have. I talk about that in the video because Mike was really good. He was playing a tactic different from what everybody else was doing, but I felt like mine just matched up with him well. But I told him, yeah. it was funny because you talk about our mindset. I told Mike, I'm like, dude, you're going to win one. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, <laughs> but I kind of want to win all of them. Yeah, yeah. you're going to win one, but not this one or the next one. Or, or, yeah, or any other one, one I'm like, in because, yeah. of course, I want to win that one. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But yeah, I've, I've, I'm the same. Because as soon as I'm knocked out, like... So I, I did the genius, I say genius thing. I uh, I blocked Kev on Twitter, standard. That was that was then, really uh, funny. When he said that, I, then, I died laughing when he said that. Yeah, and then, and then I blocked like people that were just sending me pictures of bottles. I thought, yeah, they're going as well. Um, so I've blocked like 15 people and I do a tweet that is just, you've only heard of Lelujo because of me. Or like, just remember, you only know who Lelujo is because of me. And in, in sort of reference to the idea that oh, if the showdown wasn't a thing, you wouldn't even heard of Lelujo. It's sort of my sort of sarcastic, jokey remark yeah. to, to which some people got and some people did, did not get. Uh, but that those people are fine. Um, and knowing full well that Kev will be told, oh, Ben's tweeted, Ben's tweeted. Yeah. So they'd force Kev to look at my Twitter and find, oh, I'm blocked. <laughs> I've been on Twitter. <laughs> so it's all just like, it's again, it's, even after I've been knocked out, I'm still doing that mental warfare thing that you're uh, so keen to point out. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny, really. But again, I'm... I think everyone knows this by now. I'm trying to create the most entertaining weekend. And I think the, I, frankly, I think the weekend needs a villain. And if there's no one else to do that, then I, it's my job to do it. I mean, honestly, Lelujo makes a perfectly great villain most of the time. Yeah, but it's but it's like, it's like I don't know if you've seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I, I doubt it somehow. But he's like the child catcher. It's like, it's just creepy. It's like a creepy villain that's not actually that terrifying. Uh, uh, uh. 
that uh, has got like a cage that he, he captures showdown wins in. It feels like, but yeah, yeah, it's different with Kev because he's already he's like the Michael Schumacher or like I guess the Michael Jordan in that sense or the Tom Brady where he's sort of hated because he wins. Not because he's like this horrendous guy, even though he is. Uh, Not because he's this horrendous guy. The Pistons were hated. They were hated because they were too tough. They beat everybody up. Yeah, well, let me tell you, in 2004, I'm winning the showdown. Let me tell you, and I can't, whenever it (laughs) is, I can't wait. 2024 is like a decade. Oh, jeez. If it is that, see, that's just fate now, isn't it? For heaven's sake. What is that? FM25? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Potentially FM25. You're in. Well, I guess we'll see. You're absolutely in. FM24, FM25, that is so depressing, but so going to happen. Um, <laughs> but uh, hopefully hopefully people enjoyed watching it. Hopefully you enjoyed taking part in it. And the next one rolls around at the end of the month. So excited. I'm ready. Got to start. Gro- Goodness. What the heck was <laughs> that? Oh, I, please oh. make it. Please make it. Yeah, no, I just. I think I just burped. I I had couscous <laughs> for lunch and my stomach's trying to figure out what in the, you know, why it isn't I rice and potatoes. I yeah. I don't really like couscous. I got a funny story about couscous actually. Why? When me and Ellie Why were first do you have a funny under- story about couscous? What, what is this? <laughs> oh, thank you goodness! Couscous. I've been waiting to use couscous. this story for a year and a half. No, I really no. So it's actually uh, fourteen years. Um, so when me and Ellie first got together, and um, we were like a we're sort of a high school couple. We, we met when I was I just turned eighteen, Aww. and she was. Uh, yeah, she just, it was her first year at college and I'd left the first year and gone back to, to start again, basically. She was like the year below me at school, if that makes sense. Um, and we'd been together probably for about a month and she was like, oh, you should come around mine and I'll make you dinner. She's like, what do you like? I went, oh, I like anything, just not nuts because I've got this nut allergy which we've covered in detail. I still feel sorry for that girl in the sandwich. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> She's doing fine. She's still alive. She, yeah. she, go, she goes, oh, so I can, I can do anything. I went, yeah, yeah, do anything. Anyway, I, I roll up. It's about a 45-minute bus ride to where she lives. And I, I get there. And I go, and she goes, oh, are you excited for dinner? I go, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be lovely. I went, what are we having? She went, well, for starter, we're having couscous. I, I despise couscous. It's like eating sand. I was like, oh, for heaven's sake, I don't want. And then, so, but I don't tell her until like about a year later. And I say, oh, you know that time when <laughs> you made me couscous? <laughs> that first time. And, I, and you said, is it nice? And I went, mm, it's lovely. I was hating every minute of it. Um, we've been together for 14 years this year. Uh, we've not had couscous since that day. <laughs> so, so luckily for me. You just, I had, think you just had bad couscous, man. Don't, well, don't, now you're slating her. No, no, I don't. I just no, don't like I just it. Made, she probably made the wrong brand. You know, there's a lot of it's different like types. It's like small rice. It's like rice, but smaller yeah. than rice. Rice is great. I'm a big fan of rice, but couscous, I just don't know. The texture of couscous doesn't sit right. Exactly. There's a lot of different textures to it. So it's not Ellie's fault for the cooking. She just picked the wrong texture. Oh, well, I didn't, I didn't realize there were other textures, if I'm honest. Again, my knowledge of couscous is not as vast as yours, if I'm oh, well, I, up, which I'm now finding out. I've entered a few competitions. It's nothing serious. <laughs> the couscous competition. <laughs> <laughs> I came fifth in the couscous barbecue competition of- do you have couscous at barbecue? When do you no, have no, what no. do you have couscous, couscous with? Is a, it's like a health food here. Basically. Yeah, yeah. You have it with like veg um, and it's stuff if you're like too cool for If you're too cool for rice or... <laughs> yeah, you're too cool for rice or potatoes. You just go for couscous. And that's you. I bet there's loads of couscous joints. No, it's actually... Yeah, I, uh, there's, a, there's a place near me that has bowl... They're, they're like a bowl place. You know, they're just dishing yeah. out bowls of food. And one of the bases for the bowls is couscous. And so I got that. Yeah. 
Because there's no way you're making that at home. Do you oh, ever no. cook at home, living yeah, in Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can, I can cook absolutely. Okay, so what's the, so say you're right. This is again. This is where we find out about the real person behind uh, the, you know the entertainer. So it's a, it's like a Tuesday night, right? And it, it, it is a Tuesday night. <laughs> Oh, it actually is. <laughs> I can tell the way you said that. You didn't realize. It was no, I forgot. <laughs> I was going. I was thinking, what is the most generic day of the week? And I went with Tuesday. Yeah, no, it's Pol- so Tuesday Tuesdays listening. What am I making yeah, tonight? So it's the question. It's a ch- well. Okay, well, are you going out tonight? Or are you going to make something for for tonight? What's really? the What's the like? Because do you do you do what most British people do? And you sort of have on a two to three week rotor, you basically just have the same stuff all the time that you're like familiar with and you like. So you might have like you might have like jacket potato one night. Then you have uh, like a combination of fish and veg or something like that, fish and chips. Then you might have chicken and gravy or whatever. Okay, so what is like what's on your rotation? Uh, no, I, uh, I've, I've got no idea. I'll buy some chicken breasts and put them in a pan, cook them, make some rice, <laughs> put some onions in a pot. It's quite quite normal. Saute really. that, yeah. Literally rice, onions, chicken or beef, and usually teriyaki sauce, just drowning the whole thing. And then I'll just eat yeah. that. Like if I'm making it hey, by which, myself, which, so I'll buy a bunch of meat and that's like dinner three days in a row. It's rice, onions, and that meat. Can you buy, do you buy multiple chicken breasts at, uh, at the same time? Like, how much are chicken I'll breasts? I'll be like three. Yeah. I mean, chicken's cheap. Three, how chicken much? is cheaper and I think better for you than steak. And so that's usually what I go for. Yeah. How, how much are three chicken breasts in dollars? <laughs> If I well, sometimes I buy the pre-cooked ones, then I just like heat them up on the pan, which is fun. Um, those, I gotta be honest, I am so formulaic that what I get, you've got no idea. No, 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 no. Well, I, but I do because I know what my entire grocery order costs. I don't know what the individual items cost. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you just know seventy-two if it's around bucks. That price, everything. If I go to the grocery bucks, store and spend seventy, I go to the grocery store, I spend seventy-two dollars, and I can eat for three days. I get a soup. I get sandwich. Three, three days. You're living good. And you live in New York. So that's probably what it is. But wowzers. $72. And then I get dinner for three days, lunch for three days, breakfast for three days. Just all the way through for three days. Yeah. And of and course, you're in a position now. I realize more than that, pounds is always. Yeah. I'm saying this, but you're eating all your meals at home, really, aren't you, as well? Because you work at home. I forget that mm. element. Most people don't do that. Most people go out and work like normal people. Whereas we um, hermits, I do go. I mean, it's easy to walk and go get some food someplace. But yeah, I bet. I bet. That, I bet there are lots of nights where you go. I can do whatever I like. That's the. Mm-hmm. Don't, I, I don't get to do that where I currently live. Absolutely, there are about four options for like anything exciting. I think it was like why well, I had to get my blood drawn yesterday. Are you afraid of needles? You? Um, I mean, we could go into it if you want. Do you want to? It's quite an in-depth tale, oh, really. Wow. Again, oh, okay. Um, weren't expecting. I was that, just saying, I, I went out to a, to a to a pub and got drunk on Monday last week because that was the last day I could drink for a week because I had my blood drawn and I can't drink before I have my blood drawn because then it knocks my liver enzymes up or something. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But then I just felt like asking you if you were afraid of needles. I guess the short answer is no. Although I used to be absolutely petrified, I did too. and then I had I did my. Too, so. I, I had my uh, life-changing illness when I was 20. And at that point, you don't really care what they put in you. Uh, and then for the next 10 years, I had to have my blood taken about 30 times a year, 40 times a year. So, well, that's a so you lo- get used to it. That's a lot of times. 
I yeah. forgot. Yeah, I forgot about that. You know, they have to. They have to test. Like I was on blood thinning medication, so they had to make mm. sure that my blood was thin. <laughs> so, so they have to test it relatively regularly to make sure it's of the right thinness. So <laughs> not, you... not anymore though. I'm on a different medication now, so they don't have to do it nearly as regularly. But for ten years they did, and it was an absolute pain in the the ass, as you guys would say. It's really not that bad, except the lady that did it this last time kind of messed it up. So she right. she poked a hole in the back of the vein. So you know how they stick it into the vein, but she went all the way through, apparently. Ooh. And so it bled out the other side. And so I had a big And then bruised? Ball. No, no, it yeah, didn't the... bruise. I mean, I had what? like it I it looked like I'd been hit in the arm with a baseball bat. I had a ball off of my arm that was the width of my arm. That was apparently That's... just like blood. I okay, I've probably had like five hundred of these at least in in my life. No that's never happened. That's not crazy. Sure. Was, definitely a medical, was she definitely a medical professional? Yeah, well, obviously. It was the same place I went to have my blood drawn, where then I had my blood drawn, and the guy went, don't drink for a week and do this again, because my liver level was, like, too over, and I'd had a drink the night before, and he's like, just do it again without drinking. You'll be fine. I'm like, okay. And so I, I, I had to do that, and I, I'll, I'll send you a video after the stream, but if you're listening to this, I'm no. dead serious. It is. No, it was so high off of my arm. That it was really jarring. I was like, oh, "Am I bleeding out internally right now?" I was like, "What the hell?" Well, is going I, what on? I will say is, I've had five hundred of them. I've never looked at the needle going into my arm. Some people are hating this conversation, by the way. Listening. Oh, right absolutely, now. I'm sure. Yeah, that's yeah, why so I asked before telling that story. I have a lot of comfort with it because I, like you, have had. Yeah, I broke my nose and they had to re-break it, and that basically set me straight for every medical procedure after that because nothing's ever going to be that bad. Yeah, I, 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 okay, I'll do the short version. I nearly died and didn't die. But when you nearly die, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, do whatever. Any, anytime you want. Yeah, I'm fine. It's, <laughs> it's not a problem. I, I actually, yeah. I watch it go into the arm now. I'm normally chatting the person up, honestly. <laughs> and like a conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you got to be friendly. You got to be friendly. I am. Yeah, at nine in the morning. What, I was excited. Before they, I'm curious what they say in America. Again, I've had a lot of these. When, they, when they're about to do it, what do they say? Before they, yeah, like... Yeah. Because they, there's a common phrase they use in uh Oh, there's England. no there's no common phrase. Well, I was so literally, they... I, uh, this one, which was yesterday morning, we were just having a conversation and she just stuck it in. Like, we're, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I got, I got to a point where they no longer spoke to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was like, oh, it was like, hi, Ben, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, good, go on, do it. Yeah, like, I used to be the quickest part. I used to be able to have it in and out of my arm and then put a little bit like the cotton wool the and cotton then ball and a tape over yeah. it. I could I could do it within I, I'm not I'm not joking sixty seconds. No, it, it was meant. Me it was crazy. I mean, we were already just talking, and it's like it, it it is pretty obvious to them if somebody is comfortable or uncomfortable with what's happening. Yeah, that's true as well. And so we were but, just talking, and she just sits down, pops it in. It I did mm. feel an extra bit of pain. Maybe that was her just going a little yeah. deeper than they. They always say uh, they always say sharp scratch just before they go in. Anyone that lives in the UK will go. Yeah, they do always say uh, small small scratch just like that. Uh, no, I, I think scratch. if there's anything that that I remember kind of from my childhood is just a pinch. So just a yeah, pinch. I, right, again, if you don't like this conversation, you, you've probably stopped listening already. Um, but I'm going to go deeper into this conversation and uh, I know you don't want to. So obviously you have it in your, like the vein in, in, in sort of like the crack of your arm, uh, your, what do yeah. you call it? Like your elbow, right? That's yeah. where you normally have it. Uh, when you've got cannulas in your arms... Uh, because they're, they've got you on drips and stuff like this. I had in hospital. They can't take it from there, see? Because they're putting stuff in, if that makes uh, sense. okay. So they have to do it in other places. <laughs> uh, one of which is like the top of your hand, near your knuckles. 
But if they can't get it from there, and this is the bit that will make some people go, that's horrendous, uh, they go in on your wrist. Oh. And that, that, let me tell you, having had someone try and do that for about half an hour is one of the worst pains I've ever felt. Oui. Anyway. Yeah, that is that made me feel hot, not good. I was, I was in hospital for a week, and it was on like day four, and that wasn't fun. Let me tell you. Oi, oi. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, yeah. one of the weirder. Um, I had reconstructive knee surgery. Now we're just swapping medical horror stories. <laughs> so I feel like I'm surprised we haven't done that earlier on this yeah. podcast. To be honest with you, Doctor Doctor Benji, in it. So <laughs> anyone that listens now is going finally some medical chat. That just God, reminded me of um. There was, weeks I've listened to this. I had a re I had a knee reconstruction. Which okay. uh, the funniest thing to me about a, re a knee reconstruction is the number of times they make sure they're operating on the right knee. <laughs> yes. Like, shouldn't yes. you know this? Isn't this written down um, somewhere? Well, they, they write they on it. Both. They write and on they it say, in Sharpie. Say. They're like this knee. Like they they put oh, an yeah. X on the knee. They circle the knee they're supposed to operate. Like they they ask you every person that comes in the room, what knee is it left? And yeah. uh, I started to go, what knee is it? I don't know. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Probably, probably the one that you cut open. Like, yeah, <laughs> you see that God, scar? So that one. I mean, uh, come on. They they ask you before because they they're like, there's going to be extreme pain when you wake up, and I'm like, I'm kind of counting on it, right? And so, <laughs> like, you're about to cut my knee open and just like sew it back together for a few hours, but they're like, okay, you can get nerve blockers for your leg. Mm, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And they're like, yeah. So we would have to do the front of the leg. In the back of the leg like those are two separate nerves we can block those nerves and i'm like cool what's <laughs> what's the deal with those and oh, oh well there's like a small chance they won't wear off and i'm like what yeah <laughs> like okay and, and any... so she's, so she looks me dead in the eyes she's like if it doesn't wear off on the front that's okay right that's not going to affect anything if it doesn't wear off on the back you actually won't be able to walk right for the rest of your life yeah did you have to sign <laughs> something so I did, I did because... the one on the I did the one on the front. I did the one on the front. So you didn't do the other one? No, I didn't do the one on the back. Oh, back so of my they, leg they hurt like time. a mother when I woke up. It was so <laughs> painful. And but the thing is, the incision and everything was on the front of the leg. So I'm like, thank goodness I got the front because this would be much worse. <laughs> I didn't get the front. the front. And the the left side of my knee is still numb. I can't feel it. Blimey, very strange. Yeah, okay. but I but I didn't do the back one. But the way they do that is they get this nice long needle, and they're just like. Hey, look over there. And I'm like, what? And they just right into your thigh yeah. and just like, woo. You know, they just yeah, let I was, it rip. I was in the room. Ellie had a Ellie had an epidural when she was pregnant uh -huh. with Doug. And uh, that's an experience. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to add any more to that. That is uh, there, There's a certain point horrible. where you reach like this medical. You, you I don't want to say you go into shock, but you're just laying there and you're like, oh, my God. But yeah, but you're gonna that definitely yeah that was my nose they have the, so when they rebroke my nose they gave me nine shots in my face to <sighs> numb the area around the nose which I mean if it actually was doing numbing thank goodness it was there <laughs> yeah. but they actually but it, uh, so they, they the you're in a room you're in a room and you're sitting in a chair and they try and do it quickly. Right, so they're not trying to drag out this sort of mental torture for you because I know what's about to happen. Right, we've been talking about it for weeks. They're like, "We're gonna have to rebreak your nose." I'm like, "Do I get to go to sleep for that?" They're like, "You don't need to go to sleep for it." And I'm like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> so you're laying in this chair, and kind of two nurses come in with the doctor, and if you are squeamish, skip five minutes out in this podcast. Yeah, we should have probably said that. Yeah, probably earlier, but we we progressed here. We progressed. 
And so they they go, okay, now we're going to numb your face or whatever. And so what you see, because this is your face, you just see this finger going around your face and it goes here and then you feel the needle go in. But you don't have a lot of nerves in your face, so that really doesn't hurt at all. It's just a very weird feeling. And they, they, yeah. they so they, the finger is like here, 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 here. It just keeps going around, and this needle keeps following it and just like injecting whatever the heck is the numbing agent. And so they finish doing all that. They go, we're going to come back in 10 minutes. My mom's sitting there like, how do you feel? You okay, right? My nose is stapled to my cheek because I shattered my nose when I broke it. And... uh they How did you break it? I feel like uh, you want that bit story. Basketball. I was playing basketball. I I had, anger, I had ang- contact sport. Yeah, I had angered somebody. And um Wait. It wasn't so a fight. It wasn't, the ball. it wasn't a fight. It was it was in the play. I uh, it, it was I've been talking trash. It was this dude <laughs> with a do-rag who clearly lifted a ton of weights, but he was kind of short. I feel yeah. I'm trying to like create what, what, this... what about the other guy? What about the other guy? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, no. It was so I'm trying to create this mental image. He's like this <laughs> no, light skinned dude with a do rag, and he lifted a lot of weights and clearly thought he was better at basketball than he was. And so I was mm. kind of taking him to school a little bit, and I was really letting him hear about it. But he wasn't terrible. And so we were going back and forth playing in this five on five game, and he gets a steal. It wasn't off me. I honestly don't even remember. And I'm chasing him down. So he's going for the layup. And as I'm running in from behind, he throws his left arm back to like clear space and the elbow yeah. just catches me right in the side of the nose and just sends it like into my field of vision. I knew what happened yeah. immediately. I'm like, he called a foul on me. And so he's like, foul, bro. What the, f-? and he turns around and looks at me and he goes, oh, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing, I'm picturing Channing Tatum in Coach Carter. Basically, is that, yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's uh, what I was going for. Yeah, except ethnically generic. Like I have, I uh, he was he was <laughs> okay. like golden, you know. Well, fair enough. Uh, fair he was, I mean, uh, he was one of the me, type of dude now, that literally me, lives in the gym, and he was just shooting. Let me tell you now, Zian, if I ever, if I ever find him, I'll give him a piece of my mind. Absolutely, yeah. And it was a really great way to shut down the argument because he turned around and he was like, "Oh, dude, I'm sorry," and I'm like, "Man, it's all good," but I think I got to go figure like figure out what i gotta do with my nose i ended up in the uh the emergency room just for the person to be like yeah we're gonna have to re-break this later because it's already too swollen and i'm like all right so they give you all those shots the doctor comes back in the room and then they go all right the dude was so straight up about it he just looks at me and he's like so we've got this like flat metal pole right we're gonna stick it up your nose we're gonna count to three and then we're just gonna yank it and i'm like cool And so the, like, the doctor like holds the head, like he literally puts my head between his body and like his arm and then the, the, the nurse sticks it up the nose and he goes one, two, it doesn't even, you know, he skips three and just goes, ha! They, like all, they, all three of them are on the metal thing and they just, woo! And it just, and you hear it. It's very loud and it just right back straight. And it actually, so it, follows the brake plane so it's actually drifted a little bit towards where it broke but it is my nose looks fairly normal now but that's that experience and so after you go through that every other medical thing is like okay yeah this is fine yeah have you ever had a man in his 50s do an ultrasound on your testicles (laughs) what's worse is my question i don't know because i've had i've had a very attractive like 25 year old woman do it and i'm just sitting here like trying not to make weird conversation I've but, got a story to end all stories. Okay, if you good. Like. Uh, well, this is probably the story that's going to end the podcast, so go for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then we'll do some reviews, by the way. Got to send mm. in some reviews of the podcast. Oh, really? Um, nice. 
Oh yeah, I got loads of them. Thank you, everybody. Um, yeah, asking for a, asking for a, a very attractive young female nurse for the commode. Are you familiar with the commode? I, I don't know. How do I spell it's it? What you, it's what you do. It's what uh, I think it's K K A K mode. Probably K A, a mode. A piece of furniture oh, no, it's, containing it's actually, a concealed chamber nice. plot. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, there you are. It's actually it's actually not spelled like that. It's spelled C O M M O D E. Um, yeah, when you have to ask for that when you're in hospital from a very attractive young woman, and then. Do your business, and then I'll, and she wheels it off again. <laughs> That's that is. I think the only word for that is horrendous. Let's get to some reviews, shall we? Let's talk about some reviews of other podcasts. Thanks to everyone that sent them in. Um, yeah, it was Doctor Benji FM at Gmail .com. I just thought we do. We have not got a company email, have we? So I thought we'd just do. We do that. And I received quite a lot of them, actually, over the last couple of days. So thank you very much for those that titled it Podcast Review. Uh, Max Pritchard. Hello, Ben. Oh, I'll say Anne Zealand for the sake of the... Uh, the yeah, you know, I appreciate for the, that. For the review. Uh, as someone who was born in England, raised in America, and loves Football Manager, this podcast feels as though it was designed with me specifically in mind. This is my first year at college, and your videos have remained the constant throughout the past six years of my life, so I'm grateful for the content you produce. I realise he's just picking me up here, so I can only apologise. I'll get to the podcast bit. Um <laughs> Getting to enjoy even more of it once a week is an absolute desire, uh, delight. Zealand is, of course, brilliant as well. You see, you make a great pod duo with excellent insight and banter galore. In conclusion, I give the podcast an enthusiastic five out of five, and I look forward to future episodes. Thank you, Max. How was that one? Did you like that one? Great work, Max. <laughs> great work, Max. Um, we've got one other one here uh, from Reese. He's called Reese. He's called Reese Hind. I don't know how serious. <laughs> That, that yeah, it's, a real, it's a real guy he managed he was my <laughs> assistant coach at wolves hi there just been listening back to the past podcasts uh and this came to thought while listening z needs to stop saying nothing and start saying nil when talking about score lines i hear it a lot and it's making me unnecessarily annoyed more annoyed than it should to be honest regards reese yeah i understand that change? but there are certain things that I am who I am, grew up in the sporting culture that I grew up in, and it's nothing, and nil feels like I'm being disingenuous, so I'm very sorry that that bothers you. Uh, we've got another one in from J.M. Uh, Bonaka. Great name, great name. Here, uh, he says, hi, Ben. Here you have the podcast review you asked for. So he's already, he's, he's big that up early. Do you know what I mean? He's not messing yeah, about. Yeah, he's like the hero saving the day here. Living by the sea in northern Germany. Makes mm. you realise how many people listen to this, doesn't it? Uh, I enjoy nothing more than going on a good run along the coast. And what could be more fitting than listening to both Dr. Benji and Zealand the Cannon Shannon? Yes. He actually wrote that, by the way. That wasn't me. Uh, talking about other people's anuses. Obscure football <laughs> matches somewhere around the world. <laughs> I think we talked about... I don't think we did, really. We talked about the fact that Kev talks about his a lot. Anyway... Uh, obscure football matches somewhere around the polar circle uh, and their own streams. I could very easily listen to the waves, the birds, or simply music, but yet I choose 20 good minutes every time. Maybe the title misled me into thinking I could uh, uh, time it with a good 20-minute run. Yeah. At least now, I'm always running 45 minutes up to an hour and end up exhausted uh, just because you two never stop waffling. Thank you. At least I'm now looking forward to being fit enough to run to New York or Norwich to tell you in person that this is far more than 20 good minutes. It's at least a good half hour. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up, lads. JM Banaka. Thank you, mate. Love Again, that. if you want to get your, your reviews in, you can do. Thank you to everyone that sent me them. I've not read all of them out with beer all day, but I appreciate the ones that were sent in. There are some, uh, yeah, some crackers there, so keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn if you got to the end of the podcast send me podcast reviews oh yeah by all means uh, zealandshannon at gmail.com z-e-a-l-a-n-d-s-h-a-n-n-o-n 
at gmail.com. I am the and only you, one on the face of the earth. And if you want them read out, send them to me. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read some at the end. It'd be, it'd, that'd be a fun. We might. We're in danger of creating our first segment here. It's making me uncomfortable. Well, that's true, actually. Yeah, we don't do segments here. No. Uh, I, I would like then. to congratulate you on Liverpool winning the. Uh, the league cup before we get oh, out thank of here you, yeah I, yeah I thank like you very to. much yeah we're we are excellent they, i'll be a bit, a bit annoyed though they could have done it before extra time and penalties because it did sort of melee its way into the showdown weekend which was not part of the plan they really they, they just don't have any good consideration do they no and then there, there was 11 penalties each which again rude so just get it finished <laughs> what a way for it to finish my sponsorship numbers true can i get your uh your two-minute thought on Keppa not saving 11 penalties and then missing and being the sole reason that Chelsea did not mm, win. I'm going to say I think that Mendy might have saved one. <laughs> but you never know, dear. That's football. Uh, uh, yeah, well, my stance I, is I, I weirdly know that they've brought in Keppa in the Super Cup final for the same situation and he did win them the game. So Yeah, they've done it a few times. Yeah, yeah they've, done it, they've done it a few times and it's worked. And so it's never going to work every time. I, so I, I, I struggle to blame Keppa too much because that sort of thing has worked multiple times in the past. He's obviously good at saving them in training and in like real life situations. So in that, of course, it's the right thing to do. But it does feel like taking out six foot four, six foot five, Mendy, and putting in Kepa, and then obviously having him miss the penalty. That's you do look a bit dark. That's just. I mean, I laughed. I, I laughed though. Salt in the wound. It. He did win them the shootout against Villarreal, and so could have been. I I just don't want to be too hard on him, but honestly, Kep is an unlikable guy, so I'm not going to die on this hill. No, I think the the real takeaway was that Pulisic should have scored early on, and he's cost Chelsea, and America <laughs> should apologise as a result. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we've crossed it all off the bingo, but it wasn't me. I'll see you next week, Ben. Can you keep track of your voice this time? I'll do my best. Thank you for listening, listeners. Yeah.